0: Good morning, Spirit of Prophecy Church and live streamers. Welcome to the house of the Lord. Sunday, is it the 20th? 21st, August 21st, 2022. So, let's start out with prayer. Father in heaven, we give you glory. Praise and honor. Thank you for your word, for the name of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb, and the Holy Ghost. I ask you to give me the anointing to teach this subject, and for the people to be able to consume it, and eat it, and take it home, and begin to operate, to build the kingdom of heaven, and get their prayers answered, and shift the atmosphere, and we give you all the glory for anointing us to do these things, and the power to do these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Mrs. Young is already... This means calm down, Pastor Lou. Calm down. (laughs) I was all wound up uh, making PowerPoints, getting ready for the deliverance meeting Saturday, and radio programs, and, you know... uh, I'm an extrovert, you know, ego on my shoulder. You got a chip on your shoulder? Yeah. (laughs) So I'm titled this message, Beasts of the Field. I've always never really understood. This will help, I hope this will help you understand a little bit about Beasts of the Field. So I put this up here, it's really hard to see. There's a little soldier down there. See that white? That's that's his sword raised high. Can anybody read what that says? Take a stand against evil. This is what our battle looks like a lot of times. And it's not new because in the Old Testament... Um, Moses took the Hebrews away from Pharaoh they were going to cross over into the promised land cross the Jordan and they sent in 12 spies to spy out the land and this is pretty much what they saw, they saw giants and they actually told the truth but it upset God because we have this concept about God our concept about God is wrong most of the time We think he's a cream puff, a little snowflake that just loves us no matter what we do, and that's totally, totally wrong concept of God, even though he does love us. So they spite out the land, and they come back, and they said, we are like little tiny grasshoppers, and these guys are giants, and that upset God because he just did 10 miracles to get the Hebrews free and... Even after all that, God's telling them, I brought you out of Egypt with a strong arm, with mighty signs and wonders and miracles. And, you know, even Jesus, when they had the storm, uh, they're crossing over to the other side, they wake him up, we're dying. He goes, You, basically, he rebuked him. He goes, Little faith, where are you, people of little faith? How long do I have to put up with you guys? You know, so they told the truth. It said, we look like grasshoppers, and God says, what God told them was, you gave an evil report. See, so a lot of the things that we say about our life, the Lord is listening, and he's going like, you're giving an evil report. You know, so no matter how big these guys are, our God is bigger, and we don't have to sweat the giants if we walk with God. You know, Uh, Psalm 23 says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I sure no fear no evil, because you are with me. You know. So we gotta go through the valley. Big deal. God is right here. Amen. Walking with us. So I like that. Uh sometimes the picture helps explain the invisible kingdom. So let's get on with this. Uh the beasts of the field. What are the beasts of the field? Well, I hope I can explain it to you. Now here's another picture. I call this the second heaven. You can see these are well, they're small gods, uh, principalities, powers, mights, all those things, evil angels. And these, this is uh, earth. And you can see here in this picture that these people are, you know, half undressing. And look at this. You see that? That's a goat man. Uh, they're called satars. And... Um, Anyway, we're, this, these are beasts of the field. So let's start with this in Genesis 3. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Where did all this come from? God made it. God made everything that's seen and unseen. And he said unto the woman, This is weird already, see? The snake is talking. No, I don't talk to snakes. Uh, We take a hoe, or uh, (laughs) Mrs. Young takes a broom and breaks the broom in half over the head of the snake, and then I have to come home and finish him off (laughs) with a shovel, (laughs) cut his head off. So the snake is talking and says, as God said, ye shall not eat of every tree. But see, this is a serpent... The serpent is a beast of the field. Now, has anyone in this room ever had a conversation with a snake, a serpent? I mean, I talk to them like I'm going to kill you. They usually say like, "Oh my God, where's my shovel?" You know, we go out and. Yes, technology is wonderful when it's working, praise God. So we go out, open up the chicken coop to get the eggs and reach your hand in and there's a big snake in there. So, oh my God, where's my shovel? That's how I talk to him. So uh, a field can mean a fence pasture. A field can mean I have a field of study or I have a field of activity. So my field of activity, Pastor Stan, is racquetball, Right. That's his field. And um, a farmer, he is always outstanding in his field. Or you can have a field that's your career. So a lot of IT guys here, that's their field in our church. I'm not the IT guy. I'm the guy that calls. I need help with the IT. So a field doesn't necessarily mean a pasture. Have any beasts of the field influenced any of these fields? Oh, the media... Is there censorship in the media? If you're not a Christian, you can say pretty much whatever you want. But if you're a Christian, you're going to be censored. I call it, they smack you down. Education, there's no uh, corruption in education, right? Everything against the Bible and the God is being taught to our children in school. Health care, Dr. Pucci. Church, there's no corruption in the church, right? Well, you missed the meeting yesterday, so go to Prophecy Club app and you can see Prophet Leslie talking about all the stupid stuff that goes on in mainstream Christianity about she kind of not right, the she kind of, and the law. So anyway, let's not beat this horse to death. We know that uh, evil has infiltrated all these things. Isaiah 34, 13 and 14, and thorns shall come up. Isaiah is a strange chapter, strange book, you prophet students. It says, and thorns shall come up in her places, and nettles and brambles in the fortresses thereof, and it shall be an inhabitation of dragons and a court for owls. Anybody ever seen a dragon? I mean, pictures in the book, right? Not real fire-breathing dragons. Actually, dragon means serpent, snake, you know, and court for owls. So these are beasts of the field. The wild beasts of the desert shall also meet with the wild beasts of the island in the satar. This is in your King James, the word satar. The satar shall cry to his fellow. He's going crying back and forth. You know, we live out in the country, and at night... Um, You'll hear the coyotes, and uh, they're crying. Yip, 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 Yeah, you can hear those guys. So they're crying. These are beasts of the field. The screech owl also shall rest there and find for herself a place of rest. This is what I call the wilderness. You know, like when you cast a demon out, they go to the dry places in the wilderness, and then they want to come back and re-inhabit their old house. So screech owl, if you take your Strong's concordance and look up that word, and that's your number, you can check it out to see if Pastor Lou knows what he's talking about, and it says Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Lily if or Lilith. Is anybody heard I know some of you have. Anybody heard that word? It's a spirit. So, are spirits beasts of the field? I say they are. And here's another number, which is right after that, and it says Night Spectre, which is related to the screech owl. And um, while I'm researching this on Yahoo, uh, I see James Bond, and it, he had a movie named Spectre. Spectre means ghost, or some other f- things, but Night Ghost. So the definition is ghost, phantom, apparition. You know, we deal with people that have apparitions, amen. Go go out and clean the house, stake the land. A mental image of something unpleasant or menacing. It's all bad. Bad news. Now here is a picture of Lilith. The screech owl. See, here's your owls and this is this is a uh, symbol of a, a satar because it's human, and see that? She's got the talons of an owl. It's the depiction of the manifestation that the spirit does. So soon he goes, you always say this, but Jesus is trying to show us things that we can see in the physical to understand what we can't see in the supernatural the invisible, or the spirit. And so when you think of what an owl does, you think of Lilith. So they like to operate at night. They like to swoop in silently and kill their prey. That's why I have to lock my chickens up at night so they don't get raptured. (laughs) No, can't, no. You know, they do. The, The people that got the little dogs and the chihuahuas the coyotes they let them out they go like my cat went out and never come back or my dog got attacked by an owl or a hawk yeah we had that that's why we we had that the suny wanted to get 10 chickens and then we had nine (laughs) the spirit of lilith is very sneaky well let me tell you all demon spirits are sneaky that's why it says Satan is a subtle beast. They're slippery, and they don't come in the front door. They come in the back door, and they usually come in looking as something that would be appealing and good to you to deceive you. You know, because if he'd come in like a red suit with horns and a tail, you'd go, "I know who you are, and I'm not interested." But they come in a, a, an appeal to you, so you okay. This isn't this. This will be good. And come on in. We'll have a great time. And then it leads to, you know, destruction. Anne can be often confused with Jezebel as she shares some of the characteristics of the Jezebel spirit. Not the same spirit, but, you know, all these spirits are evil. They're fat, ugly, hairy, one nasty family that work together, but different different manifestations, all bad. So here's a picture of Lilith, the screech owl. See, they make this look like a nice, young, beautiful, strong, healthy woman, and they're they're saying, like, this is a good thing. Look, right? Sex appeal sells, right? That's why you have all this craziness on your advertisements on TV, so they can sell their product, because... You know, smoke the Marlboro and you're going to be strong. And then in about 50 years, you're coughing out your lungs and die early. Lilith can come in through receiving an abortion, generational curses, soul ties, or other sexual sins. So, you know, here's the deal. When you sin and open the door in the spirit, you have no idea what's going to come through that door and jump on your back. Yeah, you're not going to like it. It's going to be bad, and it's going to, you know, some people get bigger spirits, some people get little spirits, but they all lead to trouble. Here's another picture of Lilith up in the heavens. Looks like the horror of Revelation, right? Writing the beast. Lilith is ruthless. Well, all these spirits are ruthless, and will not leave without deliverance or the hand of God. And Sunni has had some leave in the prayer closet, which was her bathroom, praying old Baptist, old time hymns <laughs> come right out of her mouth. We didn't know what was happening. She said, "What was that?" The hand of God just, you know, sovereignly set her free. And then, of course, we had to beat the rest of them out. <laughs> which is deliverance. And you don't pray them out. You cast them out. You fight them out. You force them out. You beat the tar out of those guys. Lilith is known as the mother of demons. She is related to the succubus spirit. and you won't find that word in the Bible. She can and will behave like a succubus. However, she goes much further than succubus ever will. So we're pretty much all adults here. And uh, if you get, how do I want to say this? Uh, You got male and female spirits that can shape shift. Yep, station identification to take the children out of the room. They don't need to hear this. Okay, think about male and female. The incubus goes in. You understand, right? And the succubus would be the female going after the male. The incubus goes in, attacks the woman. Okay, now they can attack either sex, it doesn't matter. But that's the description incubus and succubus. They're sex spirits, and Lilith is a sex spirit, and a lot of these little g gods are sex spirits. So the Amorites, uh, when the Lord says we're going to wipe out the Amorites, that Amorite word comes from the word called Amore, which is translated to love. No, it's not the love like God has love. It's perverted sex type love. So Amore, Amorites, that's where they had, you know, the Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, all the perverted sex, so, you know. This is why it's good to study some of this stuff, and most of you would never study the things I study, but I'm just telling you, it's in your book. Here is Lilith again, another picture. You know, they're a hellish demon. Here's how she operates. She prefers to be attracted to women. However, men are an easy target. Well, duh. Like, there's no men interested in sex, (coughs) (laughs) but they do that to get to the next woman and attack men readily to lead them astray in sexual sin so all you men that are Christians just be aware that you know in the spirit realm these things are attacking us with thoughts you know go to your computer turn on that image you know go to the club and, you know, pick up some uh, fresh meat, so you're always under attack, and the women are under attack. Lilith is a type of a vampire spirit. Now, you're going, vampires aren't real. Well, you know, Bill Sneblin that stood right here used to drink blood from his wife's neck, and he could smell it. And it was a sexual turn on to him. High 99th degree Mason. Worked for Satan.
1: You don't
0: think we had our door locked when stayed in our house? <laughs> <laughs> He's 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 from Iowa. He's an awesome deliverance minister. But uh, you know, so think about this. A vampire sucks your blood, they're a parasite. You know, these demons, spirits are parasites. You know, just because they're not sucking your blood doesn't mean they are not parasiting on you. They're sucking your energy, sucking your anointing. There you go, pictured as a vampire. Lilith hates human children. Well, hello, uh, all demons hate children. That's why they want to come and get them when they're little. They can't defend themselves. They don't know who they are in Christ. They're totally helpless, and... If you can get the kid screwed up when they're young, you can steal their identity, ruin their whole life. And, you know, many of us have experienced that with our children in our own family that are still trying to pray them out of the grips of Satan. So they get them when they're little. Here's another picture. Ugly. She is disobedient and disrespectful to male authority. Thank God we don't have to deal with that anymore nowadays. You know, us terrible, oppressive white guys. <laughs> we are the yeah, we're the target because of this spirit. This is, this is a spirit that is operating around the globe right now. Lilith is also a witch. She throws word curses. Curses operates in New Age. She kind of not right. Mysticism in the church in the church not outside in the church black magic and divination and necromancy which is conjuring spirits from the dead like they did in the book of Samuel Saul went to the witch of Endor and up came a spirit and it wasn't Samuel it was a demon but it's in your bible this spirit also leaves behind barren land and famine in different areas of your lives. You no, know, you can have a spiritual famine, but you know, didn't we just go through about 60 days of no rain? A drought, you know, what usually happens after a drought? famine. You can't grow the crops. You know, I heard um the winter, last winter, the we didn't get the amount of rain we were supposed to get. We were in a rain deficit. And so even though we're getting rain now, we were in a deficit before. So if you don't have rain in the winter, your crops are way behind in the spring when you plant, which means bad crop. And then on top of that, just like they said in the Old Testament, you know, Isaac sowed in a time of famine like they had in the forefathers had a famine. So it was a famine after a famine, but yet he sowed and reaped a hundredfold harvest. So when you walk with God, it doesn't matter what's happening out here. You can sow in a famine and reap a hundredfold harvest. But So she brings famine. Now, a lot of people that don't walk with the Lord, they're going to have famine and all these bad things. So Wikipedia is a Hebrew, Lilith is a Hebrew word, which is thought to be, they call it a night bird. You know, I call it a spirit or a demon, but they call it a night bird. So think about in the spirit, night bird, owl, you know, they relate it to the owl, right? Does this spirit still operate today? (laughs) You guys are so smart. Lilith continues to serve as a source of material today in what? Popular culture, Western culture, that's America. Occultism, literature, blah, 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 blah. Fighting, so look at this. Depicted as a woman fighting for equality and striving for justice. Well, that's so noble and that's so... You know, let's give this person a Nobel Peace Prize for doing good work, right? Yeah. Feminists on the move. (laughs) (laughs) Let's skip part of these words here. It says four women, girls, queer transvestites a it's a, Lilith is a sex demon and a lot of these demons are sex demons you know, so yeah they're fighting for you know, justice and peace and equality but they're on the wrong side of the fence they're connected to the dark kingdom not the kingdom of light Okay, well, it wouldn't matter if you deport them or not because in the heavens we have all these spirits around. That's why we want to do this solemn September, maybe we're still doing it, to pray because that's the only chance that we're going to have is to battle these guys. We, you know, so tired of hearing the Republicans and Democrats, you know, they're not going to save anybody. Uh, but we know the one that can save. We got to turn to Jesus. And when the church turns back to doing the Bible things, the Scripture, then we can shift the atmosphere. Until that, you're going to have this and a lot much worse. Isaiah thirteen twenty-one and twenty-two. But wild beasts of the desert shall lie there, in their houses shall be full of doleful creatures. Oh, good. And owls shall dwell there, and satars shall dance there. This is in your King James Bible. About yeah. Yeah. Here's a guy that knows about prophecy, says this is talking about America. You can check it out in your own Strong's Concordance. Doleful creature, translate to a howler. You know, if you've ever been next to someone that owns peacocks, it sounds just like the blood-curdling scream at night, and it'll make your hair stand up if you've never heard that before. So these guys are howlers. So think about the spiritual here. It's expressing sorrow and mournful. sounds like a demon yeah see a peacock you know they beautiful colors they put their tail out they strut around like this you know it's a symbol of pride look at me I'm beautiful kind of like Satan right I'm the anointed cherub that covers the throne and then right before that he fell that's the peacock but at night you get to see the true colors they're a howler screamer and the wild beasts of the island shall cry in their desolate houses and dragons in their pleasant places and her time is near to come and her days shall not be prolonged so these guys are making a lot of noise normally at night you know they call i think between 12 and 4 a.m the witching hour or something and that's when most of the evil happens in You know, it's in the evening time after midnight. So these guys become active. They're nocturnal. So, you know, we deal with people. They're afraid to go to sleep because they're getting attacked. You know, they're getting sleep paralysis, nightmares, bad dreams. Some of them actually have a demon actually physically touch them, rape them. Uh, They operate a lot. They do in the day, but mostly they really activate at night. Doleful, um, also um, number two five three expresses grief or surprise and they shriek. And so many times when we do deliverance they scream or they shriek when they come out. Ephesians two two where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, but we don't because we're born again. According to the Prince of the power of the air, they're talking about satan and all these spirits you know leslie talked about this yesterday you know we don't like it that satan and the demons and and these things have power but they do some people don't even recognize satan's not real hell's not real that's all made up the bible is not real but you know once their spirit leaves their body they're going to find out it's all real and then it'll be too late But Satan is a prince of the power of the air. Things move in the air. So remember, there's good spirits also. On the day of Pentecost, there came in a rushing mighty wind. It came in on the air. So spirits move on the air. In Genesis, it says God created man, created Adam, and he blew the breath of life from his nostrils into Adam, and he became a living soul. And another translation says he became another speaking spirit. See, we're made in the image of God. We are a speaking spirit. And so these things move good and bad. They move on the air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of evil. Okay, Isaiah 34, 11, But the cormorant is a bird, and the Bitterin is a bird, shall possess it. It says possess it. Uh, in deliverance doesn't that mean something to deliverance people you know christians can't be possessed but we can be oppressed and depressed Uh, the owl a night bird also and the raven an unclean bird shall dwell in it and he shall stretch out upon it the line of confusion well thank god when you get saved nobody's ever confused again right I send confusion into Satan's camp. That's what I do with confusion. Yeah, we had to deal with that in my house last week. Right, Sunni? We had some confusion going on, but we cast it out. And see, deliverance ministers need deliverance too. You know, we get attacked just like you. We're not exempt. Okay. Praise God. Uh, Strong's Concordant 6893, the cormorant is an unclean bird. Think about this natural and the spirit, what this word is trying to teach you. So it's an unclean bird. The word means vomiter. Well, that's nice. Because it's vomiting up, which uh, the word says, voraciously swallowed. So it eats a lot. It overeats. And then it's like it has a demon. This would be bulimia. You eat, and then you throw up. But then you go back and eat, and then you go back and throw up. And then you just keep repeating this over and over. So that's how this bird operates. He's a disgusting, unclean bird, the cormorant. No, um, I don't, me personally, everybody that does ministry has their own style, but I don't really, I don't feel like I need to know the name of the demon to get it out. Um, If the Holy Spirit would put that in my head, then I would speak, you know, come out spirit of cormorant, but I've never ever said that. But um, I do cast out uh, eating disorders. You know, it's not a biblical spirit, but we cast out, I cast out the manifestation. So they got a headache, I rebuke the headache and pray for healing. Uh, If they got an infirmity, diabetes, sometimes they'll say, I cast out diabetes, be healed in Jesus' name. I speak to the manifestation. Uh, definition of voracious, okay, number one, having a huge appetite. Okay, now think about the spirit. You know, in America, we're all spoiled rotten, me included. I love being spoiled rotten. Thankful to be back from Cambodia and Honduras. I can actually walk over and flip a little switch on the wall and my lights come on. And I can go in the bathroom and I see a nice roll of toilet paper right there by the throne. Wow, praise God. But on the other side, we have sometimes we have appetites that are self-destructive, right? Excessively eager, unable to be satisfied, and number three is a glutton. So that is describing the cormorant. he's a glutton. And gluttony doesn't mean that you eat like a pig, that's one definition, but it means you're never satisfied. You always want to have more. You cannot satisfy, so let's just say sex, sexual appetite. You can't, you can't satisfy it. Or let's say you're um, on drugs. You cannot get enough. Or you're an alcoholic. You can drink the bottle and you're still unhappy, so you drink another bottle and you're still unhappy. I mean, there's no end to the destruction. That's the glutton. That's the bird. Here it is. See, they the, the, some translations call it a pelican. You know, they got the big purse under their lip, and they go. Boop. They don't chew it. They swallow it. This thing's eating a bullhead or a catfish. You know, they're You ever got your hand on a spine? It hurts. And they just like gulp it down, like this is a candy bar. Boop boop, tasty. And then. Boop. Works that way in deliverance sometimes. Get the basket. Here it comes. Hey, you got to get this stuff out. The bitterin. The KJV uses bitterin referring to a creature that dwells in ruined places, a symbol of abandonment. You know, when we turn to Jesus, we are adopted. They call it, this is a good spirit. It's the spirit of adoption. It says whereby we cry, Abba, Father, Dad, you know. Go boldly into the throne room of God and ask your dad, Dad, I need help. Amen? So we don't have to be abandoned. We can be adopted. Here's a, uh, see, he's all by himself. I see him. You know, we got the white cranes and blue herons. They're out there like that. They stand out in the water like that, looking for something to swim, and then Are birds demons? Okay, you know. I know you think, Sunni says I'm weird. I'm saying I'm not weird, y'all are weird. I like my weirdness, and I'll tell you this the more weirder I get, the more I see Jesus answer my prayers. So if Possible, Sunni, I'm going to even get more weirder and more aggressive and more uh, looking not like the world. So when people see me, they can say, like, you are the most weirdest person I've ever seen. And then when they're sick, but I want you to pray for me because I can get, you know, the hem of the garment and get my prayer answered. So in the Bible, are birds demons? Yes and no. How'd you like that answer? Good bird, the dove. We know the dove, the Holy Ghost came down upon Jesus as like a dove. So the dove is a representing of a good bird. Oh, a bad bird, that would be the owl, the screech owl, or translated lilith. Owls are predatory. Get the connection with the spirit here. They're unclean. You know, if you were a leper in the Old Testament, you had to go around... First, you had to leave the city. But then when you walked around, you had to go, unclean, 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 you know, because you had a contagious disease. And so these are what they are. They're unclean. They are workers of confusion and desolation. You don't want this thing attached to you or your kids. Amen? Amen. To see an owl in a dream represents night birds or night spirits. Now, we deal with all kinds of people. They're having nightmares, being attacked in the sleep. Sunni had this for years, still gets it sometimes, especially before a conference. The spirit will come to check to see if she knows who she is. Does she have an identity in Christ? And does she know she knows that Jesus is going to walk with her and protect her? And they come to check, and they'll do it to you. So they come in the night, and especially the prophetic people. Am I talking to somebody here? For example, the screech owl in Isaiah 34, 14. Owls are very active at night. They inhabit the desolate places. Owls in dreams are birds that bring mourning, waste, and des- desolation. Owls also represent hidden. This is your occult. The Shekinah. Um, and the mysticism, then the New Age, and all the funky, weird shaky bakey, kundalini, all this stuff in the New Age. The occult knowledge, they represent evil, demonic wisdom. Now see, we don't like to think that the enemy has wisdom, but the enemy's you know he's not yeah. In fact he's a lot smarter than the average Christian. Oh, you don't like me now. You know, I have so many friends because I tell you the truth you know christians need to wake up and smell the coffee it's good you know quit quit letting the enemy walk all over and steal from you go into his camp and take back what's yours they have wisdom I and our god has wisdom one of the spirits the seven spirits before the throne of god is wisdom It's not book stuff, you know. So you've got eight degrees and been to college. You've never held a job because you're so smart. You've just been to college your whole life. We have some of that in Sunni's um, family. They're so smart, they're stupid. Shut up, Pastor Lou. (laughs) These are symbols. They are symbols for masonry and secret societies. These people worship a God that we fight against. Okay, here's the Owls, Disney, Snow White, and many more, Uh, New York Herald, National Press, on and on and on. These people know who their God are. Bohemian Club? Okay, these... Companies and businesses and organizations. Oh, these are their symbols. Yeah, have like the owl. So here's an owl Disney, Snow White, Bohemian Club. I, you know, as a handyman, get into a lot of homes, and, and uh, I was in a very wealthy home of a very successful insurance man, and he says, I got, you know, Prophecy Club. He knew you. Um, He goes, I want to show you something. He brought out this little golden owl that they just sent him in the mail, solid gold, with a nice letter saying, if you join our club, then we will let you in on all the secrets that we're going and, you know, basically saying, join with the New World Order. And so he kept the golden owl in the letter, but he did not join. But I believe that was the Bohemian Club. So, okay, go back
1: on Prophecy Club. What did he say
0: about Prophecy? He, he was a follower. Okay, so he was not a Bohemian. No, he wasn't. He was just the guy made a lot of money. So these people that run these, you know, that are the, the elite that really run the country, not the, our president, and not the governors and the senators and the politicians, the people that really run the world. They, if, if you got a lot of money, they, they come and hunt you down. They search you out, and they, they, they say, you know, we would like to present you with this award, and we'd like you to come and join with us, and we'll give you favors, and we'll give you a platform, and we'll make sure you make a lot of money, and you'll have a nice little life and we just want you to join with us and we'll change the world and make it a better place kumbaya kumbaya oh yeah i forgot to tell you jesus and god in the bible we're going to throw them in the garbage but we have another god that you'll just love this god and so these people this is infiltrated there's your seven dwarfs see the owls these people are telling you, uh, they're sending a message. Yeah, who do they worship? Who's their God? Matthew thirteen three through 14, and he spake many things in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. You all know the parable of the sower. What was it that grabbed the seed? And fowls came and devoured them. That was foul. The birds. I had one person laugh. The fowls. demons in the Bible are represent birds or spirits. You know I mean, just think of the connection. The Holy Ghost moves on the air. Satan is the prince of the power of the air. Birds are flying in the air. There's good birds, amen, and there's bad birds. There's clean birds and unclean birds. The fowls came and stole the word. Mark 4, the fowls of the air came and devoured it. You know, Satan will eat your lunch if you let him. Yeah, lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you'll starve. Famine. And the birds came and ate it up, representing demons. Demons. You know, you can go to church and hear a wonderful message, and you go, man, this is so awesome. I'm going to remember that. And you go home, and they go, how was church today? Oh, it was awesome. What did they talk about? Well, What did they talk about? All of a sudden, I can't remember. Why is that? Because I was <laughs> the Spirit stole it right out of your heart. It says so in your own Bible. That's right. She prays so they'll have remembrance and bring back the word. And uh, I do that too because training and equipping someone that has battle scars taught me how to pray. Here's Luke 8. The fowls of the air devoured it. Okay, you got the picture. The birds represent demons or spirits, good and bad. Revelation 18.2. He cried mightily with a strong voice, Babylon, the great has fallen habitation of devils well we know that's a spirit and the hold of every foul spirit bad 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 and the cage of every birds or demons or good spirits you know there's two sides they're not talking about it says bird there but These are beasts of the field, brothers and sisters. These are demons. And we talked about yesterday, angels. And there are good angels, but there are some bad angels. And a lot of these churches are worshiping fallen angels. I told the story yesterday. We went to Cambodia. We're walking to coffee. Here's the school kids. The flags are going up. They're singing a national anthem. They're praising and worshiping a fallen angel the national anthem of Cambodia praises and worships the fallen angel kids oh that's really good I wonder why they're so blessed not if you could see in the spirit realm you'd stop doing business the way you're doing business because this stuff even though you can't see it it's real going over here how many more slides do i got david can you tell me okay let me keep you five more minutes isaiah 14 29 rejoice not thou whole palestinia because the rod of him that smote thee is broken for out of a serpent's root satan has a root that shall come forth a cockatrice oh well what is that well that's just a snake and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. Well, we see those, right, all the time. Leslie sees them all the time. You know, the flying lizards? They just don't breathe fire. (laughs) They set off her, uh, what's the doorbell, the ring doorbell? Ding! Oh, what's there? Oh, a lizard! Or a roadrunner. So it's a fiery flying serpent. Now, fiery can be translated to burning, burning so if you got bit by a poisonous snake you would probably have pain it'd be burning so a flying serpent here's a picture of the flying serpent you know i'm trying to get you to understand the connection in the spirit with this. isaiah 59 5 they hatch cockatrice eggs and weave the spider's web you know halloween spider's web cockatrice eggs he that eateth their eggs dies wow let's have some i'm gonna eat quail eggs and that which is crushed breaks that into a viper, okay? You know, we walk on serpents and scorpions. Here's the abilities or the manifestation. The cockatrice has a reputed ability to kill people by looking at them. It's a death stare. You know, like Darth Vader. <laughs> Burning laser, you know, who has the death stare is Jesus Christ. He's going to come back with a sword on the day of the Lord and burn up the tares. That's the real death stare, and then we won't have to put up with these ignorant spirits anymore. So he looks at them. They die. Beware of the death-darting eye of the cockatrice, touching them or something, breathing on them. Oh, isn't that interesting? How are you going to get the Holy Ghost? (laughs) Breathe on them, right? You want the enemy to breathe on you so you can get their spirit, be filled with a demon. It works both ways. You know, Satan is a counterfeiter. Jeremiah 8, 17, for behold, I will send serpents. Remember when the Israelites sinned and the Lord sent serpents, not the devil, the Lord, sent serpents into the camp and they started biting them, the fiery flying serpents, were biting the hebrews and they were dying and Moses prayed and they said put a serpent on the pole and raise it up and anyone that looks at it isn't that a coincidence the cockatrice has a death stare you look at it it kills you but Moses raised up the serpent then they looked at it and they lived well it's just a coincidence So I will send serpents, cockatrices among you, which will not be charmed, and they shall bite you, says the devil. Yeah, don't worry about what Satan can do. Worry about what God can do. Okay, deliverance is like peeling an onion. It comes off in layers. I'm only saying this because some people, they go like, you pray for me, I'll be set free. No, it don't work like that. It takes time. It takes time. And the whole point of this message is right here. Deuteron- Why does not the Lord set you free in one heartbeat all at once? There's a scripture that explains it. Deuteronomy 7.22. And the Lord thy God will put out the nations before you little by little, not all at once in one heartbeat. It's going to be over time. That thou mayest not consume them at once least the beasts of the field, increase upon you know we're not talking about goats cows chickens turkeys ducks and quail and all the critters we're talking about spirits so when you you know they went to jericho they conquered the biggest baddest city then they went to ai and they had one little mistake they didn't do what the lord told them to do and they got their behind kicked the sin in the camp you want to lose your battle have sin in your camp And our friends here, the beasts of the field, will come and pay you a visit. And they'll beat the tar out of you. So if you have sin in the camp, repent, get rid of it, get back on track with the Lord, and then pull out your sword and get back on the battlefield and start cutting the head off of Goliath. So can you get delivered over time, Sunni? 22 years. 22 years, yeah, you can get set free. You know, it depends on your level of infestation so most people aren't like Sunni but um, you know even even this wonderful person behind the microphone here you know I get delivered too okay Uh, I don't know if we got donuts but we got coffee and Lord so I ask you to bless these things and uh, let's have good fellowship and then back here in uh, five or ten minutes and we'll have church so thank you for coming praise the Lord Jesus' name, amen. I hope you like the message, Beast of the Field. I learned a lot.
1: I pray. Amen. 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 amen.
2: Can you hand that to Alfredo, please? Brandon. All right, Pastor Stan, can you come up here, please? Also, uh, Jessica and Marcus and your whole family, can you come up here? Uh, Danny, will you go relieve Michael at the front? Come on up, your family. The whole crew. <laughs> Come on up here. I hear that you're a kindergartner now. Is that right? Yes. I'm kindergarten. You're in kindergarten. Do you like it? Were you tired this week? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, if y'all can line up here and we'll. Okay. Here we go. Look at all these beautiful children. My goodness. But it's too big. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I love those boots too. Here you go, Sam. We have a baby dedication this morning. You might need to scoot down a little bit. You're in a mood today, aren't you? Sorry, visitors. I wish I could say it's never like this. say it,
1: you just wouldn't be. that were better? Okay. All right, Lord, <clears throat> first of all, we know that we're supposed to have a quiver full, and he's certainly on his way. <laughs> we know that some of the greatest blessings that you give us are our children, and he has been blessed, blessed mightily. And Lord, what we're about to do is dedicate this child to you to make certain that her name is in the Book of Life. It says certificate of baby baby dedication. This certificate is presented to Raven Tate, Ara, Aria. Aria, Colette Cameron. Blessed and highly favored means that God has his hands on you for his purposes. We dedicate Raven Tate, Aria, Colette Cameron to the Lord this 21st day of August, 2022. And there's three, no, there's more like about 13 verses here. And then at the bottom it says, Apostle Stan Johnson, Prophet Leslie Johnson, Apostle uh, Lou Young, and Prophet He Young. May God bless you and your precious child for years to come as you teach her about our faith and guide her on her walk with Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And I'm going to present this to you, Thank you. but we're going to pray over her. Is it a her?
2: Yes. It's a her. Yeah. I can't tell.
1: Well, I, I was confu- I, I thought it was a her, I don't but then I looked that. and I see the blue and I thought.
2: It's uh, a bow in her hair. It's a bow.
1: Well, look at those big blue eyes.
2: She's like a horse.
1: She says. I know. Little Miss. Uh-oh, see? I didn't see. Oh.
2: See what you did? I know. It's okay. Mommy is right there.
1: <laughs> okay. The <laughs> Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we anoint. Raven. Raisin? Raven. Raven.
2: That's kind of raven. He does know this. We had talked about this. Yes, I did. Raven.
1: I'll wipe that off so I don't get it. We anoint. We anoint her in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. We ask that her name be in the Book of Life. We ask you to put your angels right around about her, protect her all over the days of her life, and even call her into your service. And keep her from the evil ones. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.
2: And dear, dear Lord, we just thank you so much. Lord, we thank you for giving her a long, healthy, prosperous life. And that she is going to be blessed for coming and going. And I give you praise and honor and glory. Lord, give her good sleep. Right now, we just ask that you just anoint her now so that, that mom can get some sleep also. And um, Is that what you want me to pray for? Yeah? <laughs> you want to take her now so she'll be happier? We'll let mama take her.
1: You know, we have seen praying over the children like this really does make a difference in their life. Exactly. It really does. It really makes a difference.
2: So, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you're going to give her rest. You're going to give her peaceful sleep at night. No, not terrors at all in Jesus' name. We cancel them in Jesus' name. And, Lord, I thank you that uh, she's going to have the wisdom and knowledge that comes from you. And, Lord, I pray that you give just discernment and wisdom to all the children. Bless them all and bless this family abundantly in Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Right, God bless each one of you. Let's give the Lord praise in here for being able to honor our child. Come on down here. You think going down? You want to go on down? Okay. All right. Come on, Kinder. Congratulations. She's beautiful. She's a miracle. A miracle child. Awesome. All right. I guess we can turn it over now to you, Leslie Ann. Come on up. All right. Guess what it's time for? We had a little bit of a few things we had to take care of this morning, but it's time for praise and worship. So if everybody will please stand.
3: hallelujah how you guys doing this morning yes time to praise and worship our god he is great and mighty as he lord king of kings and lord of lords we want to tell you who you are and that we love you for it and what you've done in our lives and that we love you for it we give all you the praise and all the glory and all the honor in the name of jesus amen come on let's put our hands together are you guys happy come on turn to the person next to you and say god is good
4: Hallelujah! We worship the God who is. We worship the God who is. We worship the God who who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors. He parted the raging seas. My God. We sing to the God who heals. We sing to the God who saves. We sing to the God who always makes a way. Cause he hung up on that cross and he rose up from the grave. My God, still rolling stones away.
0: There's joy in
4: the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet We'll shout out your praise There's joy in the house of the Lord Our God is surely in this place And we won't be quiet We'll shout out your praise Hallelujah And we were the beggars Now we're royalty We were the prisoners Redeemed by His grace Let the house of the Lord sing great. Hallelujah! There's joy in the house of the Lord There's joy in the house of the Lord today
1: And we won't be Come on, let me hear you
4: We'll shout out your praise There's joy in the house of the Lord Our God is surely in this place And we won't be quiet We'll shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today, and we won't let me hear you sing it out. We'll shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place, and we won't be quiet. We'll shout out your praise. of lords, we'll shout it from the rooftops, amen, sing it Jesus,
3: Jesus, you are worthy and worthy to be praised, King of kings and Lord of lords, we come with reverence, Father God. Humble our hearts, let us not see man but he, but hear and see you, God. Worthy is the Lamb.
4: You give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness. You give hope, you restore. Every heart that
5: is broken,
4: and great are you, Lord, it's your breath in our lives.
3: he's given us the spirit of he's given us the sound of mind we don't need the spirit of fear in our lives
4: you give
3: life
4: you are love you bring light to the darkness you give hope you restore every heart in grace. we're Ray- the
2: church to come and kneel at the altar this morning. Lord, I just pray for favor for these men as they come and just relinquish their will to give it to your will be done for their families in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for honoring them. and We do honor the men of this church and those that are visiting, those that are here to come. Tender whispers of love in the night of night,
4: and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm
0: never alone.
4: You're a good, good father, it's who you are, it's who
5: you are, it's who you are.
4: It's who I am
5: It's who I am It's who I am
4: When I've seen Many searching for
3: Thank you for this time we could come and worship you in spirit and in truth. Yes, Lord, thank you. Thank you for hearing
2: the cries of these godly men, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for making them the head and not the tail. Lord, thank you for increase in everything that they do. We thank you for it. Lord, we thank you for peace to be in their homes. We call peace to come in
3: Amazing in the name of Jesus. Love that welcomes. Me. I thank you, Lord the kindness of
2: us That they're going to be the, the light and the darkness that's out there.
4: That part with blood.
2: Give them dreams that come from evil. Give them the vision.
4: My soul undeserving. God,
5: you're so good. God,
4: Lift your hand. Guys! Oh!
3: this time we can worship your great and mighty name you are worthy before you men go sit Hallelujah. back down you can stand up if you want to but
2: i have a question for the men um i believe there's more than one here but um who has been given a vision a revelation for maybe uh, something new some kind of new invention or something that would be that you need them to even hear you about that you have a revelation of this will work better this is what we need to do. This is like you that God's given you a plan. Y'all right there, Andrew? Yeah, <laughs> okay, you can sit down if you need to. Who's been given that in your work? You have given. You've God's been given you something. He's given you a revelation. He's given you something like a new invention, a new way of doing things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that's what God is doing. He's bringing that to you. So that's great. So there's somebody else, though. Yes? Um, In the work that I just transitioned to
0: there, they started doing monotonous things. And as I transitioned into it, I said, no, let's do it
2: automated. Let's build. So I started building stuff for them. Okay, praise God. So that's what we want. So there's somebody else. Somebody else. Chris. Yes, of course. Of course, Chris. Uh, any of you, any other men? Yes. You've been given information on how to do things better, more efficient. God is giving that to you. He's downloading that to you. So um, for those, um, even Michael, if you'll come here, do you I um, said so one, two, three, and when Chris maybe had to leave with the other kids. I don't know if See if we could come on up here, Michael. Let's let them in here at least four in the front. Anybody else that God has given this? I want um, apostles to come and pray for these men. Hallelujah. Eric, have you been given things that will be more efficient at your work? Yes. Yeah, so, it's simple. It's fine, right? It might be simple to you, but it might not be to the others. <laughs> I mean. Right? So God's given it to you to bring to your work. And we want, we want it to be blessed. We want it to be blessed. So this is how God, yes. Pastor Steve?
1: Actually, as you said that, I was sitting there thinking, boy, I hope I haven't missed it with this prophetic oil thing because way back in June 14th of 2008, he said, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel, as I was out on a tour casting the vision for us to go and drill the the well in Israel. And so here lately I've just been wondering if maybe I should have continued to cast it. But someplace in there I saw that, oh well, Christians just don't have enough money to ever do that. It's gonna cost $50 million to go over and drill that well because I'd been casting the vision for, you know, after about a year, year and a half of doing that and seeing pennies coming in when they need millions. uh, I just, I kind of just gave up and I said, well, he's gonna have to give me the money some other way because this is just not gonna work. So I was going to, what was on my heart was when we got home to hold hands with you and pray and ask God would speak to me and let me know do I need to continue to cast that vision in other words do I need to continue I think the
2: answer is yes (laughs) he gave you the vision and that's what this this is for well I'm not
1: saying what I'm yes I know that eventually the money is going to arrive we both know what I'm talking about but I'm talking about now in other words where we would find an attorney now, we'd get another stock offering now and begin to start offering the stock.
2: Well, we can pray about that more, but you do have a vision. So God, and this is, what we want to pray for now is that God's given these men vision to know how to do things more efficiently. And it's not that you women don't have that, I'm, but we want to honor the men today. So if we can get all of them here and stand, if you and Lou would pray, just come up here just briefly, just pray for the ones, come up there a little closer so they can stand behind you guys. Okay, there we go. All right. Can you get on one side, honey, and we can get Lou on the other side? Lord, I just thank you so much. Lord, as they anoint these men. This side of that side. On this side down here. Oh, okay. Can you get some oil for these? At random, can you get oil for Pastor Stan? As they anoint these men with oil, Lord, we just ask for an increase, an increase in their knowledge and wisdom and knowing how to do things, and, Lord, that you would prosper them. And, Lord, let them be heard in their workplace. Let them be heard how to do these things more efficiently. Give all these men and women in here new uh, inventions, new ideas to bring into your kingdom, and let it be found that they are found to be worthy of the vision that you're laying to them. And even Pastor Stan, let him be found worthy to release that vision of the oil in Israel. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for that anointing. I thank you for the calling upon their lives. And thank you, Lord, for the women. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Jesus. Jesus. Yes, Lord God. Amen. Yes. We declare it, come forth, as he says here, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give the Lord praise as they go back. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor Stan, you want to come up here and preach the word of the Lord to everyone? Okay. <laughs>
1: you
2: know, it looks like a small group, but they're powerful. <coughs> Thank you, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this man of God. And, and Lord, I thank you for, the, even though he's got this birthday coming up, you're going to give him many, many more years to bring the truth, bring the truth to your people. And, Lord, let him be a voice that's heard now. Prepare you the way of the Lord for this man. Lord, during these next 20, 30 years that you have for him, give him long, long, healthy, prosperous life. and just. Yes, 30, 40 years, just come on, let's just do it. But I need to be there along with him, so give me the same. <laughs> I need to watch over this Amen. guy. <laughs> yes. So, Lord, bless him, anoint him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, and have him bring the message that you have for us to hear, and give him the words to speak. Let it not be his, but yours. And, Lord, again, Lord, give us ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, and give us remembrance of your message today as we leave these Amen. doors that will not forget what was spoken to us today that we'll reflect on it this week and that we'll even use these words to to bless and encourage others. And Lord, I give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Great and marvelous.
1: Great and marvelous. Great and marvelous. Great and marvelous, great and marvelous, great and marvelous are thou works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou king of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy, for all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest, because wisdom and might are yours. You changeth the times and seasons, you removeth kings and setteth up kings. You giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. You reveal it, the deep and secret things. You know what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with you. And Lord, we gather here this morning in your name. We gather to worship you, to serve you. And Lord, our greatest desire is that we can serve you, keep our lives clean and pleasing before you, to enter in through the gates into the city to hear, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. And Lord, we ask you to help us to do that. But as we go in, we don't want to go in empty, Lord. We want to go in with a lot of blessings, a lot of rewards. Some 60, some some 70, some 80, some 100-fold. Lord, give us 100-fold. We ask that we would all be accounted to be overcomers. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works to the end, the same will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with the rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter; they shall be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father, and I will give him the morning star. Lord, we ask for the morning star. We ask that it would be pleasing in your sight. That you would give us many souls. And Lord, we raise our hand in the spirit. We say, Lord, here am I. Here am I. Send me into the fields that are white to harvest. Give me your anointing, your words to say, that I can. Point people to you in Jesus' name, amen. amen. So we're going to talk today about come out of her. God <laughs> Just letting you know, you better pay attention today. Yeah. <laughs> come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and they receive not a her plex. Mm-hmm. Now. You can look at that and only see part of the message, or you can look at the whole message. He's saying, come out of her. And that's that's the real message of today, is that though we're in the world, we're not supposed to be of the world. Though we're around people that cuss, we don't do those words. Though we're watching TV commercials that have all kinds of filth in them, we don't do it. Though we're around people that walk and talk and act filthy. I can remember the time when there were very few people that cussed in America. But now, it's common. It's common.
0: Yep.
1: Filthy. Somebody will send me a video of Someone, say, taking a shot of a UFO or taking a shot of a video of of an unusual thing going on in the sky. I mean, I get all kinds of videos. And they can't say what they want to say without filth coming out of their mouth. See, the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We're still ringing a little bit. What's in here comes out here. But it's not just what's in here comes out here. What's in here, come on, comes out all over, all the things that we do. I met a man that is one of the wealthiest people that I've ever met in my life. Spent Wednesday and Thursday and a lot of time with him. He showed me and Leslie and. Part of his 200 cars, two boats, yachts, two jet airplanes, and five homes. Lives right across the street from Robert Redford. A guy that has truly earned the right to... Turn me down a little bit. Truly earned the right to think he's better than other people. But boy, did I learn some things from this guy. Just as he was walking around showing us the cars... Like he showed us the uh, car that, uh, oh, what's the name of it? Um, Rain Man. The Rain Man car? The Rain Man car. Bought it for $340,000 directly from Dustin Hoffman. has the original title with Dustin Hoffman's name on it. Saw that car. As he was walking around, he kept saying, I'm teaching my daughter, my 16-year-old daughter, to stay humble and to be kind and to treat each other with kindness. He kept saying, be humble and treat each other with kindness. And yet I'm seeing all of this money rippling off of him. Very humble guy, very loving, very kind. And then it finally popped out why he had so much blessings. Why do you think he had so many blessings? I said, so you're Jewish by blood? He said, yes. I said, but you're Jesus by choice. He said, correct. He said, my goal, now listen to this, my goal is to take the gospel to the world. He owns the number 26 out of 81 networks in America. Lots and lots and lots of people see his network. And by the way, we start in a couple of weeks. Prophecy Club. And also, Leslie's going to have a program on there. And also, Leslie and us, we, we made an infomercial for Joseph, Joseph Kitchen, which was why that we were there. But God opened up some of the doors. Here's a guy that walks with some of the wealthiest people in the world. And one thing that goes with wealth, and I thought what Pastor I, Apostle Lou this morning said was so true. He said they seek out people that have a lot of money to try to get them to join them. It used to be that the wealthy people were in the church, but now the wealthy people are with the devil. Not all of them, but a lot of them. So what God has laid on my heart today is saying, come out of her, my people. In other words, we should not walk like them, talk like them, dress like them, act like them. We don't want to be a part of the world. I cannot prove it, but it seems to me like when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit, there was some kind of a change, either in their literal DNA or their spiritual, but there was a, a seed of the serpent that was put in them somehow. Because all of a sudden, instead of us naturally being good and kind and loving, now we are naturally evil and doing things to hurt other people. Correct? You leave a little young man or a young woman alone to their own devices, and guess what you get? You get murder and and all kinds of filth and stuff. What God is saying to us is He has been saying for the last couple of weeks, I'm not changing channels here. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Remember that message? Last week, okay, and then before that, there's power in the blood of the Lamb. Well, but still having trouble changing. Come out of her hang on, not here. But today he wants to say, Come out of her, my people. He's saying, If you want this, power in the blood of the Lamb, if you want the Lamb to be with you, if you want this. If you want me to never leave you and never forsake you, then don't you leave me. Don't you forsake me. I won't leave you forsake you, but will you walk away from me? So what he's really saying is, come out of America, come out of the filth. Don't be partakers of their sins. We don't want to be like them. We don't want to be like, oh, Madonna. See, I I don't know a lot of those words because I don't follow what, what's that other? Uh, Beyonce. What are we doing listening to that filth? What are we doing listening to that when she gets up and crawls on a cross and openly makes fun of Jesus? When she holds a concert and there is a great big statue of Buddha at the front of her concert. She's calling. I mean, how can you get much more evil than some of the people that are our models to follow? We don't do that. We don't let those words come out of our mouth even when we're in the bedroom talking to our wife and we're angry. That never happens in our house, but we don't. We don't do those kind of things. We don't look at those kind of things. The eye gate, we make certain. I mean, even David says, I don't put anything before my face that would displease my father. Now, I'm going to show you some other things that prove what I'm saying. I'm saying that God is going to be there to bless us and protect us, but we better understand there's a storm coming, and I think you do. So this is April 1997. Dimitri Dudeman. I knelt beside my bed to pray as I do every night before I go to sleep. After finishing my prayer, I opened my eyes, but it was no longer in my room, and instead I found myself in a forest. I looked around to my right and I saw a man, that would be the angel that comes to him, a man dressed in white who pointed his finger and said, See. And remember, it took me a while to find out what he was pointing at. It was a small bear who seemed half dead, lying on the ground. As I continued to watch the bear, it began to breathe deeper. With every passing minute, it seemed to revive itself. And as I watched, it also became angrier. Now, who's the bear? Correct. When is this talking about so far? What is this talking about? A bear, a Russian bear half dead. Perestroika. Glossnose, back in the 80s, right? I watched it became angrier. It began to grow. Would you turn off the top fan? Just leave the white one on, please. It began to grow. The center was larger than the fourth floor, and as it grew larger, it continued to become angrier. Now, what is that? Over the last 20 years, Russia has paid off all of its debts, found massive amounts of oil and gas, which is now selling to the world, paid, not only paid off its debt, but it's built a massive military machine, is that on low? I'm getting too much air up here, it's cold. Um, Massive military machine and over the last, I mean with this Russia, Russia, Russia stuff, I think that angered Russia. See maybe we are being lied to in our media and maybe we're believing that Russia, Russia, Russia was really true but Russia and the leadership in Russia, they know the truth. And I think it made them angry. It made them angry that you're lying that I'm trying to destroy America through the government. It began to paw its ground so that when its paw would hit the ground, the earth would shudder. The bear continued to devastate all that stood in its path until it came upon some men with sticks trying to defend it all. Now, Right now, I believe we are seeing Amer- America anger Russia. Did you know that Russia has now, in the last week, openly said that America has now joined, they consider America now joined the war with Ukraine? Okay, so two, people, two, two boys are in the parking lot at high school, and they're about to fight. And one guy is behind the other handing him rocks. Is he in the fight? He's in the fight. He could sit there and say, well, you know, those two are the guys throwing rocks at each other, not me. But one guy's hand See, that's what we're doing. We're sending the high Mars rockets over to Ukraine, billions and billions of dollars. And, of course, the peer person that believes the 6 o'clock news is listening and say, oh, those poor people in Ukraine. Yeah, well, the problem is most of what we're sending over Ukraine ain't making to Ukraine anyway. It's being siphoned off and sold on the black market. And it's being used in very evil, evil places and eventually, probably those high-Mars Mar, high markets, which high-Mars which, by the way, one of those got sold to the Russians. They pulled it apart. They figured out how it works, and now they figured out how to defeat it. So now it's useless against the Russians. That's our White House. But I'm not making my point. I'm, this is a positive message this morning. Because <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's so stand. Okay, it is positive. So, The Russian bear right now is growing angry, angrier, paw the ground, because it shudders. And when it goes to fight, it will devastate all those who stand in its path until it came upon some men with sticks trying to fend it off. Who's that? I think that's NATO. After Russia attacks America, NATO, Russia, Cuba, and America, God raise up China, Japan, and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. So that's NATO. All of the world, going against the Russians, after she hits America, Russians are going to run all over them. By this time, the bear had grown so large it simply crushed me and underfoot and continued to rampage. I was stunned by what I saw, and asked the man standing beside me, "What does this mean?" At first, they thought the great bear was dead. The man said, as it would begin to stir, and once again, they would consider it harmless. Suddenly, it will go strong once more with purpose and violence. God will blind the eyes of those who continue to trample of the sacrifice of Christ's blood. Who would that be? It's got to be someone that has Christ's and has his blood for them to be able to, sacri- to trample on it, right? And that would be America. To blind the eyes of those who continue to trample the sacrifice of Christ's blood until the day where bear will strike swiftly. This day will catch them unprepared, and it will be just as you saw. Then the man said, tell my people the days are numbered. The sentence has been passed, meaning Russia will attack and take America out, and that we're not going to change. I'm still praying for a softening or a delay. If they will seek my face, now here's the important part, and walk in righteousness before me, I will open their eyes that they may see the danger approach. According to what the news tells us, who is our big enemy? China or Russia? Russia? According to the news, who's our big big enemy? I know some people are saying it correct and saying Russia. But according to the news, it's China, right? But what did Demetri get told? God will raise up China, Japan, and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians. Now, if they seek my face and walk in righteousness, I will open their eyes. They may see the danger approach. If they only look to the approaching danger, they will be caught up and trampled underfoot. Right now, are we seeing the churches starting to fill up? Are we seeing sports stadiums fill up with people giving their hearts to Jesus? Have we seen any kind of revival come to America? Nothing. Now, in Texas, you say nothing. If you're up north, you say nothing. But you move down to Texas, we'll get you talking properly. Here's the point. Only in righteousness will they find safety. Now let's back up where we're here. Where are we going? Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, receive not of her plagues. I'm saying that I believe that God is going to protect those people that have endured sound doctrine in the time of trouble. He's going to protect you. He will. He will protect us. I don't know how, that's His call. I just know that I'm going to walk with him and talk with him and worship him and serve him and whatever he sends my way is going to be his plan. It's going to be okay. And I think that's the best place to, to stand. Stand on the rock. Put down roots down into the rock so that when the rains come, when the winds blow, our house doesn't fall. So this, if you look at this sentence, really is he's saying, this is coming. Well, that's not news to Prophecy Club or Spirit of Prophecy Church. We know that's coming. The difference is, is how we prepare. Some people choose to turn their head, close their eyes, ignore it. I don't want to hear that stuff. Instead, we're saying, I got it, but I got it. I got it, but I got it. I got Jesus, and so I'm not worried about what man does to me. I mean, that sounds arrogant, but that's confident. We're confident in Him. So if you look at it right, that's good news because He said, only in righteousness will they find safety. Leslie's road debris. Leslie remembers this. It was uh, summer of 2016. Leslie had left. She was going about three hours west down down the interstate. And. uh, Probably five, ten minutes later, all of a sudden she drives back up and runs in the house. She says, I forgot a box. I'm going to do something else, and would you put the box in my my trunk of my car? The trunk's open. So I walked out there and walked around to the end of her trunk, and I saw a flash vision. I mean, it was faster than you can blink. And I saw that her trunk was all messed up. But as I walked around there, there was a perfect hole. I dropped the box right in the hole, closed it, but I knew what God was saying. We better pray. So Leslie came out of the house, and I said, "Let's pray for your protection." So we held hands and prayed before we, she got in the car. She got in the car, drove off. About an hour later, she called me, all upset. She says, "Some maniac just passed me going 90 miles an hour down the road, hit some kind of road debris. It was coming up right toward my windshield. Right toward my windshield, but it just turned and it hit the front por- quarter panel of the car and it went down, put the street down. Hit the rear the quarter panel of the car. And we had to have a lot of major, but it didn't hit her. It was on the way. Remember, it was on the way. I could call Leslie Ann up here. She could tell you stories. I could tell I'll get Leslie to tell you. Here, well, I'll tell you another one of mine. This was been in about mm, nine, yeah, about nineteen ninety eight or nine or somewhere like that. I was uh, heading out to play racquetball, and I was late. They had a rule: okay, if racquetball starts at seven o'clock, that means the ball drops at seven o'clock. That doesn't mean you arrive start warming up at seven o'clock. I mean, the ball drops it means play starts at seven o'clock. Be there and be on time. We should have the same rule at church, huh? <laughs> anyway, so I, I was I was going to be running late, so I run out of the car and I remember, oh. <clears throat> My knee brace is, is in the closet. So I ran back in. I'm searching around the base of the closet. And <coughs> it's not in the closet. It's in the back seat of my car. So I ran back out to my car. Look, there it is in the back seat, plain sight, in back of my car. So I'm pulling out and I'm grabbing gears, heading to the interstate. And about a block after I get on the interstate, I look up and there's dust in the air. There's what looks to be like an 18-wheeler over here with two lights shining straight up in in the air because the 18 wheelers had a big wreck and I see there's another car and there's still dust in the air around that car and there's just been a big accident. And so this was in the days when I just had a new cell phone, okay, this is 1998, so I was real proud of myself, I got a cell phone, remember the box phones? remember, okay. So I hit 911, there's been an accident, such and such, uh, when I'm, I'm heading on to racquetball, I go to racquetball, play my racquetball, I'm coming back that night. And as I drive by that place, the Lord spoke to my heart. He said, that was your time. That was your time to die. You ever do that? Yeah. I got up the next morning. Leslie says, hey, did you hear about the wreck down here just a couple of blocks from us? I said, yeah, I did. As a matter of fact, I drove by when there's dust still in the air. She said, yeah, what was happening is this guy decided he was going to kill himself. He was driving the wrong direction on Interstate 70. He was heading uh, west on 70 and decided he was just going to run head on into the very next car. So I'm telling you Jesus bought me with a price too high. Many times, he, I don't even know how many times he saved my life. I, anybody there? Anybody anybody relate? Okay. I do not know how many times he's forgiven me. I don't know how many times he's written my life, my name, back in the book of life. So he bought me, right? Anybody there? Anybody there? Okay. He bought me. He paid for me with a price too high. And so I will give my life. I will do whatever I have to do. I will go to Honduras. I didn't say I'm going this time. If he sends me, I'll go to Honduras. If he sends me, I'll go to Cambodia. I will go to the end of the world. I will do anything he, he might have to talk pretty direct, confirm it, right? Yes, I know I live with her. You know what it's like living with a prophet? Yes, you do, don't you? <laughs> see, see. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. So when I say great and marvelous, I mean it. Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art Holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. You know what? He bought us all with a price. He gave his life for all of us. Now I'm getting warm. So you, Is that fan on? Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> shut up, Sam. Move on. Okay. May 2012, another dream from Michael Boldea. This is the grandson of Demetri Diedermann. I dreamt I was walking down a street, but to, but to the left and to the right of me, everything was utterly destroyed. If not for the foundation sticking out of the earth, one would not have known anything had once stood there. The entire street seemed to have been razed from trees, homes, fences, everything flattened, annihilated. The street curved to the left and as following turning the corner. I was surprised to see one house standing a couple of hundred yards ahead of me on the right. There was nothing special about the house, a single-story home with a porch, porch swing, painted white, could have gathered having taken on the charred look. I approached the house, I heard what could only have been prayer coming from inside the house. This was no typical prayer, it was passionate and fervent. And the only time I remember having heard the prayer like this is when we would have prayer nights in our home in Romania during the communist occupation. Do you know how to pray? Do you know how how to pray in a time of trouble? You have those scriptures down where you can quote them, where you can give yourself power through the name and the blood of Jesus. I'm telling you, you need to get some more memory verses. You need to get your own memory verses. So when you're standing in front of the firing squad, when you're standing in front of an army coming after you, you know the right verses to quote to stand on the word. During the communist occupation, this was anything but restrained prayer, gathering the voices coming from inside the house, were praising God and giving glory to Him. I stood just short of the front step and listened to the prayers coming from within the house until my dream, I woke up. As I woke up from the dream within a dream, the man I had grown accustomed to seeing was standing at the foot of my mattress. Do you understand what you've seen, he asked. I believe I do. I answered somewhat confidently. The man gave me a look kind of like, Yeah right. Perhaps in part he reached out and touched my shoulder. Suddenly I was back on the same street. I realized this only because of the white of the house of the porch swing now pristine white. It was the only thing that had the same as in the my previous dream. Because now there were trees and homes, and I looked up the block. I looked and it sounded like a typical neighborhood above the din of chirping birds and barking dogs. I could hear prayer coming from inside the home of the port swing. It was the same kind of fervent, passionate prayer I heard on the previous occasion. Do you understand? Do you understand? Okay, do we want God's protection in the time of trouble ahead? Do we want God to be with us in the time of trouble ahead? Then when's the time to start praying? What's it saying? It's not in a time of trouble. Not the time... We are not supposed to be getting ready for the trouble when the trouble hits. Now is the time to learn to get on our knees and worship God. Now. He'll say that in a second here. I strained to hear what they were praying for, but I can only hear snippets. As I climbed the first of the three steps, I was back in my bed and the man standing patiently by my mattress. Now, do you understand? Tell them not to Fear. Are you getting this? Yes, See, it's one thing to say, yeah, I got it. <laughs> another thing is, look, if you really got it here, that means you got a few verses. I mean, they're your verses. You know them. And somebody come at you, okay, you're, you're about to get, i give me another example. So I, I don't even think I've told Leslie this because it was just passing, but it popped in my mind, so I'll tell you. Probably a year ago, I was pulling out of uh, the racquetball gym and I pulled up to Busy Highway, and I have to go this way. And I, I heard in my spirit, you're about to have an accident. And I literally said openly, out of my mouth, I said, well, if I'm about to have an accident, I plead the blood of Jesus, blood, the ble- blood, I plead the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. And it looked like, okay, all right, I got a slot there. I, so I pulled on out, and what I thought was going to be a slot, all of a sudden, there wasn't a slot. And I'm like this, cars are going like this, it's busy traffic, you know, Dallas traffic. And I'm going, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. And I paused, and I think I paused just long enough, along with the angel's help. I didn't have an accident that went on. But do you have it down to where you'll know what to say in a time of trouble? Blood of Jesus is a good one, but do you have No arrow shall protect me. Is that scripture? What's the scripture? See what I'm saying. Do you you have it? A thousand shall fall by my. But do you have it? Or are you going to go? Ah. 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 Cell phone. Cell phone. Cell phone. What I'm trying to say is, my brothers and sisters, it's time now to get into that word. Crack it open. Decide you're going to memorize some verses. Now. Now. I I say you need a minimum of two or three protection verses. You better have five or ten. Tell them not to fear, but draw close to the Father in whom is shelter. Fear. Not to fear. Draw close to the Father whom is shelter from the storm and protection from destruction. This is a positive message. We know trouble's coming. I don't need to come in here and tell you trouble's coming. You've been getting this for a lot of years now. But what we do need is a little bit of a spanking to get ourselves to memorize some verses. A little bit of a spanking to make certain that we are clean in his sight so we can be protected, right? Is this a good word this morning? It's yes. a good word. Seek the Lord with your, all your heart. Those who will be clean. Those who will be holy. I will not forget. I will save them. Jesus keeps his promises. Amen. He keeps his promises. So when he says, if you're clean, what's the difference between clean and holy? I like what Leslie said one time, is the best place is to be blameless. Blameless. Now think about that. That means that if Lord Jesus come to you, he couldn't find anything wrong. Those who will be clean, those who will be holy, I will not forget, I will save them. The armies of the devil are coming with great fury against those who worship me and truly seek me. Pray that I may give you strength so that before the storm comes, I may save you and give you the joy. Now, he's not talking about a pre-trib rapture. He did not believe in a pre-trib rapture. But several people have seen that there's an army of angels he's going to send out to save us. I don't know how a lot of works, but I know it's going to happen. Psalm 91, He that dwelleth in the secret place, Now Daniel knew then the writing was signed. He went into his house, his window was being opened, and chambered toward Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day. You know what? That's a pretty good recipe. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I pray driving down the road with my pickup? Yep. Is that a prayer closet? Nope. Three times a day on his knees and gave thanks before his God as he did a four time. In other words, there's going to be things that the government's going to come out and say, you can't do that. You've got to wear a mask. you got to do this. you got to do that. We're going to continue to worship God the way we did aforetime. You know, <clears throat> we have a, a guest couple here today. I remember we had one guest couple. Most of them don't come back, sad to say. Um, and I asked them about their, their church, what they're used to seeing. And I began to explain. I said, well... Our church is really unusual. We just have a King James Bible. We try to read it, we try to follow it. What else is this supposed to be? But if you go to some of the churches, they'll tell you there's a whole bunch of things supposed to be. Now, not in the Bible, but we do it. And people love it, and they show up and they drop it in the, 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 the plate as it passes. Many eyes have been anointed with a special anointing to see. Others are blinded by my word. Matthew 13:15. For this people's heart is waxed gross. Their ears are dull of hearing. Their eyes have closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, should be converted, and I should heal them. Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your heart, for they hear. You know, God has blessed us. We may be a small congregation, but he's blessed us and I'm happy to have this congregation I'm happy to be a part of it Daniel 11.35 some of the understanding shall fall to try to purge to make them white now you can look at that and say oh that's saying that some of us are going to no no if you look at it right it's saying to make them white meaning if we're already white and clean we don't have to go through that test we've already been through the test right Watch ye therefore and pray always that you might be accounted worthy to escape these things and to stand before the Son of Man. He's saying, pray that God will be protecting us. That's a pretty good thing. From Dimitri, when I looked up, I saw a written scroll appear before my eyes. It was written in Romanian. He said, American people, those of you who have dishonored me and mocked me, who have brought hatred, in other words, let's talk about Christians, a hatred and blasphemy against my name throughout the world. For these things, my vengeance draws closer. As for my children, those who have worshipped me with all their hearts, I will fight for them, and I will give them victory and safety. Another promise. Another promise. I'm going to go right to it. It shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Now, I've talked about this, but I wanted to cover it this morning. July 1, 1994, Dimitri. It was past midnight. I could not sleep because I felt inside that God was going to speak to me, so I began to pray. After I prayed, I went to bed and fell asleep, and I dreamed that I began to hear thunder and see lightning. The earth began to shake and move violently. I yelled to my family, Wake up, because something is happening outside. Now, question. Is, as we go through this, I want you to answer this question. Is this move and shake violently? Is this talking about a literal like, earthquake? Or is it talking about some of the things we see happening right now in the world? Because something is happening outside. When I got outside, there was such darkness that I could not see anything. Yet in that great darkness, I could hear the voices of children, men and women screaming. I told my family to be careful of how they walked. You know, that's a pretty good message for us today. We are supposed to be careful. Okay, yes. Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, that you receive not of her plagues. Come out of her. Be careful how you walk. Be clean. Be holy. And he will protect us.
5: Yes.
1: From the clouds released the darkness on the earth, I heard a powerful voice say, I'm taking revenge against the sin. I'm taking revenge that they may see my power. With as much as I have blessed them, that is how much I will send destruction. You know what i talking about? American Christians. I will send storms. We've seen them. Heavy rains, flooding, earthquakes, hurricanes, tornadoes. Because I want them to see my power and know that without me, they can do nothing. They trusted in themselves and their own strengths. This is why I will punish this place. The the earth moved as if it were on water. The people lived in complete terror, each one yelling louder than the other, not being able to understand anything. The earth shook so violently I was unable to walk. Suddenly, in the midst of the tumult, a light appeared, more powerful than any I've seen. In the shining light, there were two men. One of them said, I came to talk with you. I will send great plagues over America. We have seen it. This is since 1994. We've seen it. I've seen great plagues over America, and I want you to be aware. I'm the one to have talked with you in the past. I'm talking with you now. I told you what will happen in this place. Be cautious, for the time is drawing near. After saying these words, he took out a scroll, which began to unroll quickly. It was long, and I could not see its end, but on the first on this first scroll of paper were written all kinds of names. Now, here's the part I wanted you to see. Beside each name was listed either punish, a type of disease, and all kinds were listed, like trial or torment. Those named will have to go through what is listed by their name in order to be cleansed and be able to stand. Meaning, if we are already clean and holy, If we've already come out of the world, we've already been tested, what? We don't have to go through that. God's going to protect us. See, I think God had us raise up Joseph Kitchen with warehouses full of wheat because he's going to provide for us. I don't think it's an accident. The scroll then rolled up and sealed, and a second one was brought out. On this was written, peace. Join the Holy Spirit, salvation, victory for those who loved me and worked for me and kept their life clean. Amen. Not for hypocrites, the proud, the boastful, the hateful. Isn't this saying, he's going to protect us? Amen. Yes, trouble's coming, but he's going to protect us. We just have to cleave, keep our life clean and holy, Right? A third scroll was open. It also had names on it. Yet there was something written only beside the names on the top half. From the halfway mark down, each name there had flashing stars. I asked what this meant. One of the men said, These are those with whom, now this is important, These are those with whom the number will be completed. The seed of God has reached their hearts and is even now working toward repentance. In other words, in one of the other dreams he showed him that when the book of life the when the gentile book of life is filled then he goes to the Jewish book of life. Now I don't I don't know exactly what that means. I don't I don't want to find out really. I just want to be in the gentile book of life where I'm saved and washed with the blood of Jesus the easy way because the Jewish book of life might not be so easy. These are those with whom the number would be completed. Maurice Galar was also told that there's going to be a great revival <clears throat> and God is going to bring in thousands and thousands of people into his kingdom just before the tribulation starts. Well, the tribulation is Daniel's 70th week. It's the tribulation is specifically designed for the Jews, whereas the 2,000 years of the church age is designed for the Gentiles. I don't know the difference between this one and this one. I just know right now it's pretty easy to get saved. Let's stay on this side. We don't want to go this side? It's gonna come though. Then he says, when the total number of the Gentiles will be complete, all the de- devastation will begin. Well that confirms what Maurice Galar said, because he said that when everyone is in the, Jew- the the Gentile book of life, then his attention turns to the Jewish book of life. So that tells me that we're going to see a great revival before the tribulation begins. There's some people saying, Oh, tribulation already started. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Hasn't started. When the total number come in, all the devastation will begin. And until then, I will send great plagues over America. Why? To get her to wake up from her sleep with which she is sleeping, and from her self-reliance, that they may see their pride and boastfulness. It then began to rain ice and hell. Now If we can remain clean and holy, if we're on our knees three times a day worshiping God, if we're memorizing His word, if we're doing what we can to build His kingdom, do we have to fear? No. no. That's the good news. No. We don't have to. So don't think uh, the Spirit of Protestant Church is just bringing negative messages. It's positive. it's positive. Like Leslie said, you need to be positive and encouraging on the radio. So I got on the radio the next day and said, so I just want to let you know I am positive and encouraging. I'm positive that America is the mystery of Babylon, and I encourage you to stop <laughs> sinning repent and turn to Jesus. So I am positive and encouraging. I am. You know, sometimes I listen to myself. And it's like, Stan, are you listening to yourself? And the answer is, actually, no. I'm really kind of speaking what God has put on my heart. And that's the reason I can stand up here with a straight face and say this bad stuff is coming because I'm, I'm delivering a message of doing what I'm supposed to do. Question is, are you doing what you're supposed to do? Are you getting ready? Are you letting fear come in? Okay, so fear comes in. What do we do? We grab our Bible. Fear comes in. We start memorizing more verses. To the point where we can quote it. We can quote it to the devil. We can quote it to that car accident. Okay? One last thing. <clears throat> Prophecy from Dimitri, 1993. Many of those are sit neglectful, loving the world and the things of this world. Many to seek the life of the earth, but they do not prepare themselves to meet the Holy One. Jesus is coming. Do not be lazy. Terror and great pain is coming upon the earth the devil will take upon himself power and he will attempt to make war with the holy but Christ the victorious one will come and will save his people proud men all those who pretend to be teachers yet never live in the life all those who say they worship me yet their hearts are far from me says the Lord I will make them part of the suffering torment and terror so they will call upon me but I will not answer now why would he not answer because they waited until they saw the trouble. He'll hear them when they ask him. He'll hear them. They can get saved. But he's not going to hear them for protection. I believe that's what it's saying. Those that today humble themselves and seek me with a clean heart. In that day, the hard day, will be glad and rejoice. That's us. Why is it it takes a bulldozer to drag somebody into church these days and a feather to run them off? We're living in the day and time when they will not endure a sound doctrine. What I'm, I'm bringing to you today, this is sound doctrine. But they don't like it. This is not what they want to hear. The winds and storms will begin against the Christians in this country and will take many. Those who remain standing will be very few. Humble yourselves, be holy. Seek me more than ever, kneeling before me often, that in the hard days I may save you. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. I believe everybody in here has asked Jesus in the heart, right? Yeah. So for those people, I'm going to skip on down through this, those people that might be watching this in the future, who knows where, I'm going to ask you the question that was asked of Donald John Trump. When he was out on his... <clears throat> candidacy trail in 2016 he was speaking to a group of pastors and he had stepped away from the microphone but one of the pastors asked him and he was only three or four feet away from the mic and he turned back to answer the question and you could barely hear the question and the answer because he was away from the mic but i heard him. i played back several times One of the pastors said, have you ever asked God to forgive your sins? His response was, I didn't know I was supposed to. I believe that somebody led him to the Lord right there. He didn't know. He didn't understand about Jesus. I didn't know I was supposed to. I think he asked Jesus into his heart. So I'm going to say to you folks, have you ever asked God to forgive your sins? If you have, if you've asked Jesus to forgive your sins, then they were washed away. Now, that doesn't mean that they're washed away for the rest of your life. You can still wallow in the mud again. You can still eat the vomit again. Don't. But if you'll ask Jesus to forgive your sins, he will. He'll give you another chance, another start. And I ask you to do that. I encourage you to do that. But you don't have to. You can always go to hell devil will take you. But like I saw one sign in front of a church that says, give Jesus a chance. If you don't like him, the devil will always take you back. I think that you need to do more than give Jesus a chance. I think you need to give yourself a chance. And that is you need to get your King James Bible out and read it. I'm shocked at how many Americans have never read the Bible. I didn't say read in it for 30 minutes. I mean, read the whole Bible. Read the whole Bible. Read it. It'll scare the hell out of you. Secular term, Christian meaning, because that's where it really came from. Lord, we know trouble's coming, but we fear you, not the trouble. The only need that's going to bow from this group is to you. We don't bow any place else but to you. And we look forward to the time. Then we can not only bow, but fall on our face and cast our crowns at your feet, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. We look forward to the time when we can see you split the clouds and the glory hits us and a new body and a new eternity starts. We look forward to that day when you say, it is done. And the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and His Christ. And He shall reign forever and ever. Lord, we ask You to help us to get prepared. Speak to our heart. We don't hear so good sometimes, so speak many times. Speak loud, speak clear, and make certain that we are prepared. Prepared spiritually, prepared financially, prepared physically for the things that are coming that we would all hear well done thou good and faithful servant enter into the joy of the Lord in Jesus name Amen